show another episode ready to go they're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between cherishing make-believe get ready for halloween it's the horror show i know you miss those guys tune in and find out what's on their list tonight they butcher and dissect take apart and mutilate listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate it's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show, show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Oh boy, we are. It is October. It is. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's October. This is our this is our big month, man. This is our time to shine. Yeah. You know. Oh fuck! I forgot my one. Hang on. It's our time to shine. <laughs> Wait, you're you're gonna you're, you're gonna edit that, right? Yeah, uh, it's our time to shine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we just did a fun bonus, uh, Patreon bonus. We did, man. You know, had we thought about recording those before the episodes, um, before we would have had a lot more content, <laughs> a lot more <laughs> fucking content. So sorry about that, guys. I think Run Two is going to be a lot more fun, um, and we are releasing a great great lost bonus um it was supposed to be our 12th bonus out of like 30 from the last run and for whatever reason i never released it i don't know why i think it was because i had to edit out so many fucking names that i was like oh my god i'll I'll do this tomorrow and then i just never got around to it (laughs) um but it's a fucking great episode um so i'm going to be releasing that and this week's bonus uh this week um but it's um it's time for our halloween um extravaganza or whatever oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude all these shows with their like they have like their names they're like gimmick names which i'm not which i'm not knocking right like you got to do something right for halloween <laughs> and we're like eh, the halloween whatever the fuck you want to call it <laughs> four fucking episodes it's about halloween it's whatever but um that's what we're here for and we chose i think we chose some good movies uh, for the month, and uh, so this week we are doing Blood Diner from 1987, yep. one of the most requested movies we've ever been asked to do. Um, <laughs> people have told me it's great. This is not true. <laughs> um, but we'll get into that. Obviously, this episode, Dude, it, this episode, I think this movie honestly put a lot of pressure on me because. Everyone's like, this is the perfect horror show movie, which I agree with, but it's so fucking stupid that I don't even know if I can like live up to X. Ex- like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I agree. We have this certain, I agree hundred percent. Joe, <laughs> we have this can't... certain expectation to, to, to uphold and uh, of like ripping movies. And how can you rip a movie that is so fucking bananas like this? You know, it's like, it's my insane. brain stopped working. It's insane. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Uh, it's, it's. It's going to be tough. It the first 25 minutes of this movie, I have a page of fucking notes on cuz I thought I was an hour in and I was 25 minutes in and I was like I don't have cuz they were saying <laughs> it was insane. We'll get into it. Um, Did you find it funny? So this movie is clearly supposed to be some type of homage <laughs> or or satire of like Herschel Gordon Lewis, you know? Dude, I think it, I think it's supposed to be like a remake of Blood Feast. 
the things I've read are fucking insane about this. People people say it's supposed to be the sequel, but then they chose not to use the name. It was going to be... It was People claim it was going to be Blood Feast 2. I doubt this. I fucking doubt that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then I read that it was a remake, and I was like, uh, okay, I guess... I guess, but genuinely, genuinely, I I don't think it was. I I think it was an homage to his movies, um, and of course, mostly Blood Feast. But right, I don't I don't think it was done well at all. And and I'll go into details of the guy that wrote this because he's a fucking he's a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. But I'm I'm interested to talk about it. But again, like you said, I was nervous because it moves so quickly at such a lightning pace of just insanity that it's just idiotic. It's, like it's hard to talk is idiotic. About. It's hard to talk about. I I I it's idiotic. <laughs> it's idiotic and like the the scenes with dialogue, the dialogue is so fucking fast that you can't even Take it in. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I honestly, dude. I would honestly sit down and watch this again. <laughs> it's one. Of, it's one of the best worst movies we've ever watched. Like in oh. terms of replay value, because it, I would recommend this to anybody because you, you will like you just won't believe anything we're about to tell you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to believe anything we're going to say. I agree completely. At, at the end of it, I was like, that might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I fucking love it. I said it on the Instagram. Like I was like, I fucking love it. Um, and then some people were like, yeah, it's a great movie. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not that it, great. It is not, but I fucking love it so much. It's the furthest thing from a great movie, but it is fucking amazing to watch <laughs> and like real fucking fun. Um, and I don't even know if it's fun. It's just insane. I don't <laughs> no, even... It's fun, dude. It's fun. Well, some of the scenes were so, dude, okay, we'll get into it. Um, then next week we are going to be doing um, a Patreon pick. Um, so we're doing like a two part post, which I got to set you up on Patreon. I think what I'll do is I'll just, give you an account attached to my credit card because for some reason you can't have multiple moderators or whatever. Um, it makes no fucking sense. Unless we pay like a shitload extra, which we're not going to do. <laughs> fucking assholes. Anyway, so um, we'll get Joe an account on there so he can comment and stuff too because it's been a lot of fun on there, man. Everyone's been really cool and like the comments have been cool. Um, and I think we're going to do a live stream next weekend. We're going to test it out definitely um and, and we'll take it from there but so definitely join in for that that's going to be a lot of fun but why am i oh the patreon poll so <laughs> our, our top tier they get to vote on certain things and we're doing voting on the movie this month and we allowed them to choose the genre this week which is going to be between and i pulled it from the cult cinema monster vision week zombie week and slasher week Okay. Pretty and good. You, you pretty said good. you were you're you were choosing from the uh CT cult classics. Yes, choosing or, that, or that's where CT. I got those weak ideas from. Yeah. Um and then next week, or well, I guess right after this episode drops, we'll do a vote for which movie we're gonna do from that genre for next week. Um and I'm pretty excited for that. I, I think that's a good way to do it, right? Like that's that's I like it. I love I it. I like it a lot. Um and it'll encourage us to pick some cool shit, but also um kind of leave it up to somebody else, which is always nice. 
the week after that, we're doing Halloween 4. Yep. Um, I forget what it's called. The Curse of Michael Myers? No, The Return of Michael Myers, I think. Um, and then the week after, for Halloween week, Disney's Halloween Town. Nice. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a good month, I think. We should People do- love the Disney ones. They do. They really fucking do. When I said that in the live tonight, people were like, thank God. <laughs> it's so weird because like, I feel like whenever we record them, they're not like normal episodes. You know what I mean? Like we fucking. Well, because they're like children's shit. movies. We can't be like, look at this fucking ridiculous shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, of course, there's a skeleton talking skeleton taxi driver. Like what? Um. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I, I like those episodes too. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's our, that's our, that's our schedule. Somebody wanted us to do the Halloween from 2018, which originally I was like, mm, but now I'm thinking about it. That'd be a great movie I was, to talk about. I was going to suggest that to you because it was kind of hit or miss for me. And I, I think it'd be fun to pick apart. I think it would be too. Hmm. Well, we'll see. If Slasher wins, I'll throw it in there. I'll throw it into the mix. Okay. And or we'll just mix it all up and <laughs> none of this will be accurate within a week. Uh, but tonight is Blood Diner. We're already exhausted from talking to Paul about <laughs> Jagenberg. Um, and that can now be found on the Patreon episode. We'll tack that on to the end of the already um, 30 minute episode and this, who knows how long this episode is, but (laughs) (laughs) insane. Um, so 1987 blood diner, we already kind of mentioned some things about it. Sort of supposed to be a remake, sort of supposed to be a sequel to blood feast. Um, this is written by the guy that did the voice for uncle impy. Do you remember uncle impy? Sounds very familiar. Um, from the uh, oh fuck! Uh, now I of course I forgot like an asshole. Um, sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama. <laughs> yes, I do remember Uncle Impy. <laughs> Uncle this makes Impy. a lot of sense. Uncle, <laughs> like more than anything. Uh, yeah, found out Uncle Impy does that. Looked up the guy that does this guy's voice. He appears to be in a few bands, mostly doing like Gigi. I said Gigi, like as if that Gigi Allen, um, kind of like I don't want to call it like ripoff, but like he's like in in a speedo and like rubbing shit all over his body. So, um, (laughs) he was also in Surf Nazis Must Die by Troma. So when you think about these things, it makes sense he wrote this movie. It all adds up. Yeah. <laughs> However, what's bizarre is why <laughs> did they get this woman, Jackie Kong, or not why, how did they get somebody else to direct this? <laughs> you know, you get handed a script that somebody else wrote and you'd think it's got to be really good for me to direct it, right? You're a director, regardless, right? Because your name's going yeah. on it <laughs> and you read this script and you're like, yeah, it sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> it's it's very bizarre like i kind of get it but i also it's it's fascinating i guess is the word i should say because like 
if you want to become somebody, you have to start at the bottom, right? So you're not going to turn down an opportunity to direct a movie. But you would think that after reading this, you're like, maybe I'll take my chances somewhere else. A hundred percent. And Jackie Kong had done two other movies already, <laughs> um, which, you know, that's still starting. But, <laughs> but she had one, oh, fuck, what was it called? It was called Night Patrol. And there was actually some stars in it that she directed. And I think that was the one before this. So you think she would be like, even if that was a flop, you would be like, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> like, <laughs> not going to make the flop mistake again. And then you direct this and it's the last movie you ever <laughs> make. Wait, this is the last one that she ever made? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty hey, sure. Are you talking about, are you talking about the night patrol with, um, um, Linda Blair and Andrew Dice Clay? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen it? Well, this, this explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Is it awful? Of course it is. <laughs> Joe, I also found this show, of course, we say this a lot, but um, that I feel like we should do for Patreon. And it's, hang on, I, I have it saved. It's insane. It's It's kind of like, it's not at all like what we're talking about, but wait, hang on. <clears throat> It is called, dude, it's so fucking nuts. It's called Cop Rock. Have you heard of this? Of course I've heard of Cop Rock. Joe, that's fucking nuts. I'd never heard of Cop Rock once in my life. And for anyone that doesn't know, it's a procedural, a serious procedural with an um, all-female, I don't know what you'd call it, like squad of of women (laughs) cops. But they sing, they fucking sing. They sing the entire time, yeah. But but the cases aren't lighthearted. Like it's not Brooklyn Nine Nine and they sing. It's it's like fucking. No, it's, it's like law, it's like Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, it's like SVU and they fucking sing. <laughs> it's the most insane yeah. thing I've ever heard. You've never heard of Cap Rock? No, no. I saw a clip of it and almost lost my fucking mind. Dude, it's like notorious as being one of the stupidest TV shows of all time. Dude, people that made fun of, like, I, I know there's, like, a running gag about, well, probably not anymore because we're fucking ancient, but, like, Chevy Chase's show being the worst show ever made. But there's no way it beats Cop Rock. Wait, are you talking about his uh, his night show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so this movie's Wait, supposed who, Oh, Sorry, sorry. I, I want to go back to that night show real quick. Yeah. Do you, do you remember... He had a punk band on, or maybe it was just punk rockers, and he got into a physical fist fight with them in the middle of the show. No. It wasn't staged. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a well-known band or a well-known punk in the scene at that time. But I yeah, don't remember that at all. Oh, I'm gonna Google it right now. Chevy Chase punk fight. Um, I mean, he's yeah. a notorious asshole. He is a notorious asshole, yes. Did you find it? doesn't it? look like it's anybody famous. Oh. Um, it looks like he dressed as a punk, Chevy Chase himself, and then got into a fist fight with one of them on the show. So, and they had to cut to a break. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, this movie uh, 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 is a, a timely sequel to Blood Feast. <laughs> Fucking 25 years after the <laughs> <laughs> Blood Feast movie. So everyone knew who Blood... Dude, 1987, no one gave a fuck about Blood Feast. 
I'm sorry. There's no You're, fucking way. No, that's true because like people gain more interest once things became more accessible. Like you yes. had to be. I'm not saying nobody cared about Blood Feast. I'm sure it had its fans, but it's not like it was. Uh, people were frothing at the bit for a Blood Feast <laughs> no. sequel. No. Um. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know the weird part about this movie to me is, like we said, we kind of love it, we kind of we hate it. Um, <laughs> movies had been made for for decades before this movie, and somehow they still can't figure out how to like put a story together properly, and that's crazy. <laughs> how do they not? How do they not understand that yet? <laughs> I it, there's so much to question about this movie. <laughs> Well, the plot follows two brothers setting up a restaurant as a front for them to kill women and collect their severed body parts to summon forth a Lumerian goddess, Shitar. So it's like... So, our- so right there, it, it, like somebody should have sat them down and just been like, eliminate one of those plot points. Like either, either resurrect the Sumerian goddess or just be killers that, you know, feed people food. Run a diner. Dude, that was my that was exactly my commentary on that. Why do you need those two fucking plot points? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that, like that's so hard to like. Scorsese would have a hard time pulling that off. You know, it's, like, it's not going to work in an hour and a half movie. You have to to, to tell two stories. <laughs> oh man! At the beginning, you get this warning. Uh, very old school. You said you loved it. I did love it. Yeah. uh, Warning. The truly unusual motion picture you are about to see contains many scenes of graphic violence. It is not intended for the faint of heart, nor the young and impressionable. Cool. I'm fine with that. (laughs) What did you think of the gore in this movie? Um, The gore in this movie. I I mean, it wasn't. It was. It made me laugh a lot, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, that's. Well, fuck. I don't know. It escalated a lot at the end. (laughs) But Dude, there's some scenes where I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think what, what what's alarming about this movie is it was it kind of overshadowed itself. I think there was a lot of good points, but it was so crazy and so fast that you you didn't even have time to be like, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> there's a guy that gets yeah. his head popped by a, a car a car on hydraulics. <laughs> And it's literally just like move. It moves on so quickly from that scene, dude. Not only does it move around quickly, the the characters that's like they're in like that. That's how that's how they successfully get into a club without presenting their ID. Joe, remember someone murdered. Remember in Pinocchio's Revenge when the girl gets run over by the bus, and we thought it was ridiculous that somebody was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" Because we're like, "Oh, she's dead." Yeah. Did, <laughs> yes. This guy's head pops like a grape, and somebody goes, hey, Jimmy, you okay? (laughs) Everyone else laughs. Some of the the kills in this, I don't don't know if creative is the right word, because that's often used as a compliment, but some of them are like, I've never seen before. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. Wait, dude, dude. There is a kill in this that is by far, hands down, my favorite kill Maybe ever. Maybe does it involve, ever. Does it involve one of the girls they brought back home? No, it involves the guy in the car. Okay. 
Joe, that's so stupid. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> wait, wait. Dude, the, dude the, the running the guy over, the girl that they brought back home, and the cave scene. Are, are, honestly, I, I love this movie. Those are the three funniest things I've ever seen in it, put on the film. Joe, the other restaurant tour where, where they... I, I don't want to say it because I want to save it. Joe, Joe, that's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. All right, wait. We got like let's just start the fucking movie. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking throw up again. All right. Oh man. Well, we open up. We get um, a, kind of a flashback to our, our leads here. The kids, they're playing. Uh, they're playing diner, of course. Uh, we hear the radio telling them a killer's on the loose, and of course, the mom is like, "Hey, you little shits! I gotta go buy tampons." <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, the kids are Mike and George. We meet their dog, Spunky, um, who plays no role, so I don't know why I wrote that. Uh, and we <laughs> we continue to get this, like, killer POV shot of this guy creeping around the house looking at the kids. And you obviously, you're like, oh, the killer that was on the radio, this is him. Um, he gets into the house by punching a hole through their paper, <laughs> their, their paper door. Yeah. <laughs> And they start screaming, Uncle Anwar, Uncle Anwar. Um, and it's their uncle. Little twist yes. there. Um, and there's so much to take in. Anytime there's dialogue in this, they cram like 14 pages of dialogue into 30 <laughs> seconds of film. <laughs> they do. It's almost impressive. It's genuinely impressive. They all talk so fast. It's like fucking Gilmore Girls. They, they, these guys. This guy just riddles off facts about everything that's going to happen. In the, he's like, all right, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Take that book. Keep that book. Read that book later. Here's two ambulance. Take those. Hey, guys, I love you. Remember everything I said. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then he's like, I got to go. And he fucking leaves and then just gets killed by the police in front of the children. Yeah, the sh- <laughs> riddled with bullets. Riddled. The, the kids watch it out the window. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's wild. The biggest takeaway for those that actually care about the plot, which you shouldn't. If you're watching this movie for the plot, you know, reevaluate your life. But he wants them to uphold the tradition and we'll find out exactly what he, what he was doing and what he wants throughout right, the movie. Right. And we, we do hear him mention the name Shitar, which yeah. will be a name that will be burned into your brain by the end of this fucking movie. <laughs> Oh, man. Because he goes, do you remember Sheetar? And they're like, yeah, of course. She's the best. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> 20 years later, we get uh, a security guard walking through the woods who is made up as if he's a character in the Beastie Boys sabotage movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly like a 20-year-old guy that they put a gray wig on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking around. By the way, this movie is complete. Like, maybe it's not there's a ton of ADR in this movie, you know, like the dubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Um, so it's, it's really alarming when these, some of these people talk, including this guy, um, the police, it's like, it, it, it like hurts your brain. Cause none of it matches up. <laughs> They're saying completely different words. <laughs> oh man. Uh, he finds the, gra- so, um, he's supposed to be security. He finds the grave of Anwar being dug up. Um, and on Anwar's tomb, we see I'll be back listed on it. Which <laughs> cool. Could you imagine putting that on somebody's tomb? 
I'd be like, I'm not putting that on your fucking gravestone, dude. Of course not. <laughs> um. Oh my god, this scene's insane too. God, fuck, this movie is the best. Okay. <laughs> So he finds these kids digging up the the two kids, obviously you can figure it out are digging up the grave of their uncle Anwar. And he's like, Hey, one of the kids comes up from behind and hits him on the head of the show with the shovel, <laughs> which in any and movie. Some, <laughs> yeah. In any movie, they would knock him out and they'd bury him. Right. Right. But, but this hits him in the back of his head and his fucking eyeballs fall out. <laughs> his eyeballs fly out of his head. <laughs> into the crowd. <laughs> I've never seen anything so stupid to start a movie. <laughs> I think that's a good idea to put into your movie. To, that you can whack someone in the back of their head and their eyeballs just fly out. Dude, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And 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 they do that throughout the movie. There's multiple scenes where this happens where it's like somebody hitting somebody with like a broom or a mop and shit is like being decapitated <laughs> oh my god that's insane dude the eyes popping out blew my mind that was like the fucking most amazing uh, that I, I knew i was in for a treat because i laughed out loud like i started with my wife out of sleep <laughs> so did i so did i <laughs> um they dig up uncle An- anwar who also for whatever reason his skeleton raises his hand <laughs> fucking waves to him. <laughs> Why does that happen? And they're like, oh, see, he's okay. And then they proceed to cut out his fucking brain. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, They bring the brain to a box and they put it in. And he reads one very simple sentence, which is not even impressive or in another language. He's just like, hey, spooky brain, come to life. <laughs> and fucking... And Moore's like, hey, quit farting around. We have work to do. <laughs> dude, dude, the brain is in like a jar of formaldehyde and it has two eyeballs attached to it. I think it's the security guy's eyeballs. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> a brain with eyeballs. Why does it even need eyeballs? <laughs> It's so dumb. You're already presuming that the brain itself can speak without lips or a tongue or a vocal cords. <laughs> Why bother with the eyeballs? <laughs> By the way, uh, I hope I hope no one messages us being like, "Have you seen Blood Feast? This is in Blood Feast." Doesn't matter. I don't care. Like this is <laughs> fucking. It's 1987. You should not have included that. <laughs> you should have done something different. <laughs> And just the way it looks, it's so fucking goofy. I can't even handle it. Oh, my God. It's insane. That brain um, proceeds to... Oh, wait. No. Before the brain tells us, we meet the cops who randomly appear throughout periods of the movie. Not, I love them. Not doing a whole lot. And in the end, being the people we're supposed to care about. <laughs> and in this beginning, we meet... One cop who talks like fucking Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) And that is not his real accent. No. No, it's not. (laughs) That's what I'm saying with, like, the ADR. Like, somebody dubbed that over and thought that that was the voice they should stick with. You you had time to adjust people's voices. (laughs) And you had this guy record in a Dracula voice. (laughs) 
He and he is doing like full cop procedural acting. Like he's he like, is. who who could be the who could be the villain? Is it the uh, cannibalistic biker gang? <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and his buddy is this cop who refuses to dress like a cop and only dresses like a gigolo. Or a pimp of some sort, wearing the loudest clothes you'll ever... Who sticks out like a sore thumb, does not blend in whatsoever at any point in this movie. Is the other guy his boss? Yes, and that's why his boss punches him in the stomach repeatedly. He punches him in the... He fucking slugs him. Dude, that scene is insane. And also, he 100% punched that guy, and that guy no-sold it in that scene. (laughs) Speaking uh, of no selling, there's a full wrestling match in this film. Dude, a, a full like seven minute wrestling match <laughs> towards the end because because again they try to fit so much in. Like they attempted character development for these guys an hour and forty minutes into the movie. <laughs> like, like, like we're supposed to give a shit that this guy is a huge wrestling fan because they mention it throughout. Like they, you know they like sprinkle it throughout. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I couldn't even believe when the wrestling match happened, because I was like, this was an hour ago when they first introduced this. And you're like, oh, he's obsessed with wrestling. That's kind of weird, but maybe plays a role in this. Not only does it not play a role, they put a scene that has no fucking... It's like the penultimate scene. It's like it's directly before before the finale. (laughs) It accomplishes nothing. (laughs) Imagine directing this. Um, No, wait. Fuck directing it. Imagine editing this. And you're like, what? Where do I put these scenes? Where does this scene go? And they're like, yeah, right right before the end. They're like, what? Why? Why the fuck would we do that? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, we go back after the cops. We, uh, we go back to the diner and we meet Anwar's brains and eyeballs who tell the boys that they need to kill many immoral girls and they're going to build shitar. And then after that, they're going to dude, there's so many rules to building shitar. It's insane. <laughs> which, which is not only insane that there's so many rules, but they build shitar very quickly. Like, they put oh it together like in this scene. <laughs> dude, I'm so glad we have the exact same thoughts on this because Shitar comes together and I'm like, oh, cool. This is going to be like, we're going to, you know, you sacrifice the virgin. From what I understood from this conversation, you sacrifice the virgin. It's all over. For some reason, there's another 45 minutes of nonsense, (laughs) including a scene where the main characters are like, hey, uh, I got to go talk to Anwar because I forgot what we're supposed to do. (laughs) Dude, they sew together body parts. To build Shitar, which again they've like already completed during this scene. The, the rest of the movie could have been, you know, they brought Shitar back to life, and you have to stop that. I don't honestly know what they're like. Why? Why are they now making vegetarian dishes made out of human, human body parts? It doesn't make. How? How is that going to bring Shitar back? I'm gonna fucking cry. I'm gonna fucking cry. A whole portion of this movie is dedicated to the fact that these men own a. By the way, read this online. It is not explained in the movie. This is a vegetarian restaurant. 
Dude, no, they say they say it like oh. once in passing. <laughs> yeah. Like I know they talked about the veggie burger. We learned that you know, the, from, the, yeah, because one of the guys are like, I would have never thought like vegetarian restaurants would be this good. Like, they're making salads with meat, like, human body parts in it. None of it makes sense, dude. Fucking the guy, vitamin C, who they constantly talk about for the first fifteen minutes of the movie and is never heard from again. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, wait, uh, is he not? Is is he not the guy they run over? Is that just some other fat ass? Oh, I thought it was somebody else, <laughs> but it might be him. No. I, it, it might be him. I mean, <laughs> they had to do something with him. <laughs> well, at the diner, there's a group of cheerleaders who are trying to convince one of the cheerleaders to show her tits, which I was concerned that this was a high school cheerleading group, but I think it was just a gimmick for their <laughs> exercise video. <laughs> And they were like, just show your breasts. Like, who the f-? And by the way, they didn't say breasts. They, who, just show your tits. Who cares? Like, go topless. And she's like, no, no. We don't know what they're talking about, though. Um, and at this point, I can't even keep up with my notes, with everything they're saying. It was insane. Like, And, and it was funny because there was so much to talk about. Like, every line you felt like we could have a conversation about and laugh about that's when you say that that's when you say that because around this time i was like i'm not gonna capture what they're saying because the actions are honestly funnier than the words but but you could have an entire episode just on what they're talking about a hundred percent if you broke down every that's a great way to put it the actions were funny like we could talk about just the actions you could also have a full second episode talking about just the fucking words. What and they how were saying. To they each other. Are. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- and this is also when we meet Horatio Titus, who says, This is the best damn son of a bitch veggie burger he ever had. <laughs> and somebody was okay recording those lines. Um, we also re- learn his name is Vitamin C. And. Yes. And w- the, the only reason I'm bringing this up, it's such a pointless thing, but one, one of the kids, uh, I think it's the Michael guy, is like, yeah, we call him the, to some other random stranger who's at the fucking counter who's probably like, please don't talk to me. He's like, yeah, we call him vitamin C. And they, he goes, yeah, vitamin. And then shakes his belly and goes, C? That joke makes zero sense. Like, I could not even figure out what the fuck they were talking about. It's worse than Paul's fucking Tom Thumb joke that he made on that episode. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Of course I remember that. But I'm, I'm honestly more, I'm more bamboozled by Tom being so upset about the Rodney Mullen. <laughs> or no, not the Rodney Mullen thing, but me being like, did Rodney Mullen ever, asking an honest question. Did Rodney Mullen ever do Vert? And him being like, no, you stupid fucking idiot. No one watches fucking Vert. <laughs> you stupid the worst. piece of shit. <laughs> We're being like, okay. <laughs> Actually trying to humor you with your fucking skateboard talk. All right. Um, Dude, did you also see at the scene uh, that we meet Horatio that uh, one of the brothers has a shopping list? Oh, you notice the shopping list? I did. I did. But I didn't write it down because, dude, so much shit is happening in this fucking movie. But what's on it? It's like cat. Like cat meat. The 
No, the number one thing, the first, I, the first thing listed was dog ticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I meant to write that down. It says shopping list. Like you'd go buy that, and it just says dog ticks. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we cut to the new cheerobic, which is just cheerleaders doing aerobics with no tops, um, <laughs> and some guy in a Ronald Reagan mask who's obviously. Michael or Georgie. Those are our two lead brothers. They're twin brothers, I think. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. One of them shows up in a Ronald Reagan mask and shoots them all. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Point Break ripped this off? (laughs) No, Joe. (laughs) However, this guy... Is Christian Slater in Point Break? Uh, No, Patrick Swayze and Keanu. Oh. This guy looks like an idiotic... This guy looks like if you took... Christian Slater and hit him over the head with a hammer. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, and then they proceed to cut off their tongues and I think their their butts because there's a scene of him yes. holding like saw. <laughs> they show him sawing the butt meat. It's honestly like pretty graphic. There's a pile of there's just a pile of tongues too, dude. And the tongues are all still moving. And by the way, during all these scenes, fucking Anwar the head is nowhere, not even a head, by the way, a brain. Anwar the brain is constantly off screen, but you just hear his shitty ADR voice being like, look at those slimy tongues (laughs) and shit like that. (laughs) Fucking irritating. Well, the the cops show up at the crime scene. Um, (laughs) This is the... The 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 cop that's dressed up as like a, a gigolo, he's like, look at looks like lunch meat. <laughs> and the vampire the vampire cop punches him in the fucking stomach so fast and hard. He goes, Ah, sorry, Mark. Perhaps I went too far, but I will not accept disrespecting the laws of human life. <laughs> why dude, why would you do this movie? Why I would walk off set. So fucking fast. Uh, Dude, it's weird because the cops like are doing almost a procedural, right? They're right. they're taking it a little bit too seriously. They're, they're taking it way too seriously. Also, uh, that head vampire cop then proceeds to be like, oh, this place looks like goulash. <laughs> well, it's literally exactly what the other guy just <laughs> Punches of <laughs> calling it lunch meat. He just says a more sophisticated meal. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, oh, and by the way, in these scenes that are ADR'd, their, their sound editing might be the worst thing about this movie. It was awful to, to watch because the music was so loud sometimes that you couldn't hear them speaking. And then also, all the voices were at the same level, even if they've been ADR'd. So... Randomly in this scene, you just hear somebody off screen because no one's mouth is moving. You hear somebody just go, oh, Chief's been really tough lately. <laughs> There's no one on screen saying that. And that's while he's punching some guy in his stomach. <laughs> and it's, but it's at the same vocal level as everyone else. So it sounds like he's right next to the microphone. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Horatio gets into multiple fights, vitamin C, with uh, <laughs> with fucking Georgie <laughs> for nothing. 
Mike's watching, uh, by the way, Mike's watching a character who we will actually see as a character in this movie, which was alarming. Jimmy Hitler. <laughs> yes. Who is a wrestler, a professional wrestler that goes by Jimmy Hitler and wears a Hitler mustache and the uh, Third Reich armband, which is fun. Um, and for we some. See, we, see, we see two Hitler Nazis in a band later, too. That's what I was about Why? to say. Why is this happening? It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Well, like, the wrestler doesn't need to happen, but whatever. It's maybe making fun of wrestling and Hitler. I don't know. But then the random horn section in this band at the very end of the movie that is dressed up as Hitler makes no fucking sense whatsoever. No, none. Um, so... The, the, our guy Georgie, who's who's like the simpleton of the brothers, he's watching Jimmy Hitler the wrestler, and he's like losing his mind, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. and vitamin C for some reason was like constantly. Honestly, these guys might have went to Eastern with you because <laughs> vitamin C constantly sees him getting riled up, and then is like, "Hey Georgie, you piece of shit," <laughs> and then they get into a fist fight. <laughs> in the crowded diner. <laughs> and it's no different in this scene where Georgie's losing his mind about Jimmy Hitler. <laughs> and fucking vitamin C's like, hey, Georgie, you couldn't arm wrestle for shit. <laughs> for some reason challenges them to an arm wrestling match. And instead, Georgie puts him in a headlock and proceeds to sp- make him vomit and spray his vomit all <laughs> over the cousin. <laughs> he throws up all over everybody. <laughs> oh my god we cut to the fucking cops who are who have now made a breakthrough discovery that all of the victims are vegetarian <laughs> and they know this because they analyze the undigested food in their stomach and they found <laughs> soybeans carrots and celery the only thing vegetarians eat <laughs> But they do know that... Uh, Dude, which, by the way, all those people would have been eating at their diner, so they would have clearly had human meat inside of them, too. Oh, that's all these people have been <laughs> That's all they serve them. <laughs> and then they find... But they're like, except one girl who had cat meat in her. And in that, and in that scene, you're thinking, oh, they've misidentified the cat meat as human meat. Or they misidentified the human meat as cat meat. And you're like, maybe this is going to make sense. But later in the movie, you find out one of their key recipe ingredients is, in fact, <laughs> cat, cat meat. <laughs> There's so much effort put into this movie in all of the wrong places. <laughs> okay, so we are 25 minutes into the movie, Joe. And Sheetar is complete. <laughs> Yes, we see her putting in the scene after uh, vitamin C barfs. We see them like putting on the final sewing touches to Sheetar. Sheetar is done. We have an hour left in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking unreal. That is unreal. Dude, and then then because they're so messy, they decided to throw a flashback for like Uncle Anwar's origin story in this scene, which you don't need because guess what? The beginning was enough of an origin story for Uncle Anwar. And Anwar's origin story, I'm pretty sure is B-roll from like 1950s, like smut films. (laughs) 
just like a bunch of like weird overweight guys that all kind of look different, like whipping and beating women, <laughs> beating women. I don't yes. think that was recorded for this movie. <laughs> it's so completely unnecessary. <laughs> um, yeah. So then they decide to go out to the club, which is weird again, because Sheetar is built. So they, and again, like they said, like they needed immoral girls to build Sheetar, but then they need a virgin to sacrifice to Sheetar. Right. So they go to the club and they're just like hanging out with fucking thoughts. And, and <laughs> there's just no fucking point to any of that. And they can't get in the club because some guy's ahead of them. And then they're like, hey, get out of here. And they throw him. <laughs> and that's when the lowrider smashes his fucking head open. <laughs> Dude, bunny hops onto his head. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, this club, uh, the only way I could describe it was like, it's, it's fucking dingy. It's fucking dirty. Um, it reminded me a lot of the club from Wayne's world. Kind of, if you were to like put a thing to it, you know what I mean? Like industrial yeah. type of club, very sleazy joint. They're trying to paint here. Um, and for some reason there's a fucking doo-wop man <laughs> performing <laughs> 1950s do up like beauty school dropout from Dude, Greece. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like, why, why the fuck is this happening? Fucking make no sense. I, I can't stress enough how how fucking stupid it is that these guys murdered a man in front of the bouncer, and the bouncer's like, okay, just come in. The, the bouncer's like, hey Jimmy, get up. <laughs> Dude, his head fucking exploded. <laughs> It would literally be like squeezing a grape in your finger. Like, there's no fucking head anymore. <laughs> and then, not only is there a doo-wop band playing, but we get to watch their entire performance. The we, whole we watch, thing. It's a three-minute song. We watch them perform it all. <laughs> and And again, so at this point, you know, we were told what they needed to do, right? They needed to kill a bunch of... Uh, undesirables and then get a virgin. Why are they here? And why are they talking to these women? And then they're like, Hey, uh, we have a Lumerian feast. Would you like to come to it for the next 40 fucking minutes? All we will hear about is a Lumerian feast. And I don't understand why this is happening. (laughs) Joe, they sped up the movie so much. It's like they could, we've talked about movies that need to like fill in time but this movie was recorded at like 2x speed (laughs) they could have done it at one speed with one storyline and we would have been fine (laughs) agreed oh my god um so they take these women home um but then we cut to one of my favorite scenes in the movie which is the cops going to another diner to because they have vegetarian food. They're interviewing all the vegetarian restaurants in town. And this guy has a puppet sitting at the bar at the, at the diner counter (laughs) and is talking. (laughs) I don't know if this is a Herschel Gordon Lewis thing or not. I have no idea. Sean, Sean, I read it's because they were supposed to have a paid actor in there and something (laughs) happened and they didn't, they didn't want to pay anybody else. So they just made it. They just put a dummy in there. That makes me so much happier. That that is what I wanted to hear. I'm so glad it's not an homage because it is the stupidest I, thing I've ever seen in my I, life. Dude, I don't know if it's true. I read it because I 
was frantically trying to search to see <laughs> what the reason. Because I never, we never, we never fact check. We never do any research into any of the movies that we do. No. I mean, I mean, you you look into like some background. I don't, I don't Google a damn thing. But as soon as I saw this guy, I searched frantically to see what the fuck I was watching. And the only thing I found was that a scripted character was replaced with a dummy, so they didn't have to pay an actor. <laughs> Joe, that's a hundred percent what it appeared to be. I'm so glad because I I really didn't want to talk about this and make fun of it because if somebody's like, no, this is like a trope from like Herschel Gordon Lewis movies. And like, we've seen those movies. You know what I mean? I don't even remember Blood Feast. I don't know if I've seen it. I feel like I have, but. um, Sure. And I know I've seen his other movies, but nothing sticks out to me really other than it's just like over the top. This puppet is unbelievable. <laughs> and it talks in the craziest high-pitched voice. High-pitched voice with his big stupid bugged out eyes. <laughs> it's just a guy being like, "Hi." <laughs> it's, it's like, like when uh it's it's like when Bob Saget hosted America's funny oh, videos. Yeah. That's the best example. Doing the voice for the uh the fucking uh jackrabbit or whatever it's called. The- <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? And people are having conversations with this puppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, just an inanimate object. It's, it's so fucking funny. And it always has a lit cigarette stuffed between his puppet fingers. The puppet is also a mangle expert. Because <laughs> <laughs> in this scene, the puppet's the first guy to like tip off the cops to these kids. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, you gotta check these boys. They got a special recipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! And 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 they they do show a scene where the restaurateur of this this diner he appears to be being the ventriloquist for the dummy, but that's not what's happening, dude. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> they just whatever. They just threw that in just I'm in gl- case. I'm glad you pick. I'm glad you picked up on that because. Because the dummy's, like, talking over that guy <laughs> during this scene. But then, right when the cops are leaving, it, like, it like shows the uh, restaurant owner's face. He's, like, moving his lips while the dummy's speaking. But his lips are not matching up with what the dummy's saying. It's either. not. They, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I feel like they threw it in just to be like, we, we'll look stupid unless we explain where this puppet's <laughs> voice is coming from. But, but it defeats the entire purpose because, like... <laughs> Are the cops not aware that it's a dummy then? Like, <laughs> like if it's truly a ventriloquist, why right. are the cops interrogating the dummy? You're right. And the, cops, the cops leave on the dummy's word. <laughs> the dummy's like, there's a secret recipe. The, the cops are like, oh, the dummy's sitting. The dummy's sitting there eating food that it ordered. Like, it has a hot plate that was served to it. <laughs> hot wheat germ. Oh, my God, dude. It's, it's fucking insane. Uh, we cut back to the other diner though, and Peggy and the the brother Mike are making out. Um, he he tells Georgie to take his girl to the back room and have a little chat. Uh, while he does this, Mike is like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't even know." He starts licking batter off his finger, which you know, if you know batter, it's fucking flour and <laughs> fucking water, <laughs> flour and eggs. Yeah. Tastes like shit. <laughs> And he's like, "Yeah, hey, have you have you ever heard of a battered girlfriend?" Which 
is a domestic abuse joke, which I didn't really pick up on for like a couple minutes. I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> the girl's like, no. Then he literally coats her in batter. Dude, like base her. It's disgusting to be honest with you. It's fucking vile. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, I forgot one thing. And she's like, what? And then he pours it all over her face. <laughs> shoves her into a deep fryer. And when he pulls her out, her head is a giant, like, meatball. <laughs> Dude, a perfectly round, deep-fried ball. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's alarmed. And he hits her in the head with a broomstick, and her head falls off. <laughs> Joe, oh, man. I think I could hit like any adult human with a broomstick and they'd be like, what, what are you doing? Like that <laughs> as hard as I can. And they'd be like, can we stop that? <laughs> Fucking decapitating. Dude, she is, she's still very much alive at this point, like moving around, even though her head is <laughs> a deep fried donut. Well, in the back room, George and his little lady friend, uh, they're trying to get romantic, but the girl is suddenly like, something's wrong, even though <laughs> the head rolled in there. And even though the the Sheetar zombie is standing above them, a naked <laughs> dead woman sewn together. She's like, hey, I got a weird feeling. I'm out of here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Georgie leaves. And uh, she walks out the door and she sees Michael ripping out Piggy's fucking guts. Yeah. So, she, so she runs back in and is, which, like, why would you run back to the brother? Like, of course they're in on it together. <laughs> but she does. And she's like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. She's about to leave through a back door. And then she's like, oh, I forgot my purse. <laughs> then proceeds to spill the contents of her purse, <laughs> which she has to get every piece picked up. And we're unfortunately, we all have to watch this also. <laughs> And then when she tries to leave, uh, she is split. Split in half. Clean in half with a fucking, like, kitchen knife, like a cleaver. (laughs) It's a cleaver, yeah. Head head to toe. She is split (laughs) fucking in half. Oh, my God. Um, God damn it. This is amazing. So then, this scene's great too. Understated, but amazing. <laughs> They're all so ridiculous. Like every scene outshines the other. And this one great. is no exception. When we cut to the jungle, the desert, who knows? But somehow the cops are there and they're interviewing an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> And she confirms that the Lumerian feast is in fact real. It, it is translated roughly translated to blood buffet, <laughs> and, and and that this was practiced by the Lumerians, who were perverts, and um, and probably not all of them are dead. They probably survive, and that's it. Oh, and by the way, the cops somehow have one of the amulets, dude. These cops are honestly probably the best. Mo- some- somehow. <laughs> the best movie cops that we've seen in any of the movies that we've done because they do such thorough research and they are everywhere trying to solve this case, which is more than anything we've seen in the other movies. 
But how did they get the amulets? I I don't remember. They they didn't. That's I don't think they did. They didn't get it from the other diner. But at the at the end, well, so one of the guys gives his amulet to the the virgin. Yeah, which is insane. He's like, here, here's your amulet. Like you would not give that away. But I don't think there's any other way they got it. Those other guys haven't gone to the other diner yet. True. I, dude, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, yeah, I don't remember. I thought for some, and I could be way off base. People are probably mad, but I I thought for some reason like the other owner went to their restaurant and he got it somehow. Yeah, that, I guess that could be that could be the case. Um, well, the next could have totally made that up. The <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter because and in the next five minutes, I zoned out because the brains and eyeballs talk for five minutes straight about <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. He's talking so fast. And about shit that we thought we already knew, but now he's like, oh, virgin, like, we need this and that. And don't let her get eaten beforehand like I did. And don't fuck her before like I did. <laughs> I don't know. It makes no sense. And then we randomly cut to fucking Georgie, who's now driving and just dude, a 10 minute musical scene. <laughs> they play a song again in full, an entire song, while Georgie is just running a guy over. <laughs> going forward and then being like, hey, wait a minute, and then going in reverse. I, I thought it was vitamin C. If it's not, it's somebody who looks like vitamin C. The guy's on the side of the road because his motorcycle's not <laughs> not starting. And Georgie doesn't even realize that he hits him at first, you know? He doesn't see him because yeah. he's too busy he's too busy singing to the song that's playing. So he runs a <laughs> guy over and he's like alarmed and looks in the rearview mirror, and then we watch him put it in reverse and run over the guy. And then put it in drive and run over the guy back and forth for the next good 90, 90 seconds. And somehow the guy's not dying. He just keeps getting up. You're like, oh, come on. It's so ridiculous. People have been decapitated with brooms in this movie. Yet somehow being run over by a van it means nothing. Dude, it, it's, it's stretched out for so long. It's one of the more unbelievable scenes in this movie. Which leads to an even more unbelievable scene, which is the beach scene. So this scene of him running this guy over was literally just kind of a mid scene to get it's us from filler. the diner to yeah to, to the beach to show him driving. And it's somehow upended by this fucking running over a man scene. <laughs> but we go to the beach scene, which is the weirdest sex scene I have ever seen. We see a young couple out there. Um, and this guy's dirty talk is like, I'm so fucking horny. I could fuck a cow. <laughs> he says, dude, he says he could fuck a cow. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and then Georgie shows up. Yes. He, uh, incapacitates the man. But by, did you see the way that he swung the axe? It honestly alarmed me that a human being would swing an axe like that. Even yeah, if you're acting. Of course. And somehow <laughs> that guy survives. <laughs> um, and then the girl beats the shit out of Georgie. Dude, Kung Fu fights him butt naked. <laughs> butt naked. She beats the shit out of him, and you're like, oh, like maybe this is maybe Georgie dies in this scene, because who the fuck knows in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and then the greatest kill of all time happened. <laughs> a stalactite falls on her head. <laughs> Just fucking, she just stopped a murder spree. 
she just maybe <laughs> saved the world. <laughs> and a stalactite randomly. There's nothing in this scene that would have caused the stalactite to fall. There's no preemptive, you know what I mean? Like a stalactite just randomly drops onto her fucking skull. <laughs> Kills her. <laughs> Somehow the everyone old, else survives that scene except her. <laughs> the old lovely bones treatment. <laughs> Did you ever see The Lovely Bones? Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, I know. I read the book, too. Both fucking sucked. But, yeah, the killer. The killer. He fucking gets away with it. There's there's no justice served. And at the end, a big icicle falls on his head. (laughs) (laughs) What everyone wants to read. After reading a 700-page book. Oh, man. Well, the cops are back. Dude, that's a really good point that you just said. <laughs> She's the only person that dies in this scene. Dude, it's in not that by the scene, hands. both those guys survive. <laughs> it's not by the hands of the killer. <laughs> An act of God. <laughs> the cops are back. And Dracula Cop is just screaming about this cannibal biker gang that we hear about constantly. And <laughs> does not play a role in this whatsoever. Other than this one Imagine- cop being like... <laughs> Why haven't you checked the cannibal biker kid? <laughs> what kind of fucking town is this? So that's a thing. A known thing. Which which is also hilarious because he's the only one that thinks the cannibal biker gang is cannibalistic. And everyone else is like, no, they don't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps being like, God damn it, the fucking cannibal biker kid. <laughs> oh, man. Um... I have no idea. A bunch of scenes with the brain talking, which make no sense. But we hear Georgie go, and this is the first time you understand that this is happening in the movie, which is fucking crazy. He all of a sudden goes, oh, my God, I'm so excited to wrestle Jimmy Hitler. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) And then, by the way, a horrible joke. uh, The other brother goes, shut up. I'm thinking of a master plan. Come on. Wait, isn't that a joke or no? Wasn't that what Hitler's plan was called? I have no clue. You don't remember? What is it? Master plan? Yeah. Or no? He had, uh, he had a master plan? Is that what he called <laughs> it? It doesn't, doesn't seem very original. <laughs> maybe <laughs> sure a lot of people had master plans. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I might be totally fucking wrong. I thought that was like a Hitler joke. And I was like, God damn it. You piece of, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he really is just like. I'm thinking of the master plan. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I'm no thinking point. of the ultimate. Wait, the ultimate. Didn't Hitler have a name like the ultimate plan or something? I did. I have, I have no clue. Oh, my God. History buff. I guess I am not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, regardless, that's insane. Uh, but don't worry, uh, because they leave the diner and the puppet and the other chef are staking out the restaurant. <laughs> Which again, why would you believe he's a ventriloquist dummy? Joe, he's not because the fucking <laughs> chef leaves. His name is Stan. He leaves the car, and the puppet is in the car screaming, Don't do it, Stan! (laughs) No, Stan! Don't do it, Stan! (laughs) And the reason they're breaking in is to go steal the recipe, because they really want that fucking recipe. (laughs) 
<laughs> because people that's what that's what we're saying there's so many plot points because people are really happy about like businesses booming about their vegetarian meals joe and, and it dude the, the plot points get even more convoluted um we're like three quarters of the way through this movie the plot points are just getting more and more spread out and insane because we cut to the cops and they're just talking to some person and they're interviewing them like like we actually give a fuck about this case. Dude, they're interviewing him about the time that Uncle Anwar died. <laughs> and the guy is so oddly specific about it. He's like, yeah, I was there. He looked right at me. And he's like, well, one day I'll be back and I'm going to kill you and your little girl. And like, <laughs> like the guy's dying last words was like a fucking mini paragraph. Joe, those weren't even his words. The best part about this is he's like, he died. And I looked into his eyes and his eyes told me oh, yeah. that he, one day he would be back and he would get me and my little girl. And then it cuts to a picture of a photo in the background and his little girl is the virgin. <laughs> the virgin that they're going to sacrifice. <laughs> so that man never said that to him. He was like, I looked into his eyes and that's what he said. You're right. You're right. It was an interpretation. <laughs> Dude, can we, wait, can we go back? Back a scene with the cops when when first first of all we didn't discuss when when the uh, the woman cop shows up. Oh my god! <laughs> the one that the one that's the one that's dressed like a pimp licks his lips for for honestly a good two minutes. It's like a slow motion. <laughs> the woman cop is also very British and is trying her hardest to be an American, and I don't understand why when you have a cop. Who has a Dracula accent. <laughs> I know. You could just own it. Just give her the fucking accent. It's so bizarre to watch. And there's so many stupid gags. Like, like after the uh, the beach scene, the cop scratches his head with his gun and then fucking fires it. Like, why are you putting... <laughs> Why are, you, why are you painting them? It's so, why are they painting them as such bumbling idiots when they're actually doing legitimate investigations the most and closing police, in on the case? The most <laughs> police work we've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> it's it's really weird, and it's it, it's. I think they're trying to be trauma. Um, I don't know how in '87 how much trauma is out there, but it seems very trauma esque, also. Um, but just not. I mean, trauma is ridiculous too, but they can pull it off a little yeah, bit. Yeah. This is not pulling it off whatsoever. Even if this was a satire of Herschel Gordon Lewis, that's his name, right? Herschel Gordon Lewis. Um, even if this is trying to satire him or be an homage, they do it terribly. <laughs> <laughs> it's done so poorly. It's crazy. Um. And yeah, like the, there's tons of gags that we're leaving out in this, and it's it's nuts. Um, pro wrestling time, though. We we got to get through this fucking movie. This it can be like our longest episode ever. I, I don't even know if it is long because there's like bonus. No, because we yeah yeah. It's I don't think it is. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be like 50 minute episode because we're just exhausted. Pro wrestling time, though. We uh, we're at pro wrestling where the announcer is like a fighter from the crowd will get to fight. In the match, which is Georgie, and he already knows somehow because he is dressed as a professional wrestler. <laughs> and talk about preserving kayfabe. Uh, this is a legit wrestling match. They do not yes. break kayfabe here. Um, and he is fighting Jimmy Hitler. Yes. These fight scenes look genuinely dangerous. <laughs> These look like, and probably are, 
Two untrained professional wrestlers pretending to be professional wrestlers <laughs> and hurting each other. There is a scene in this match where Jimmy Hitler, for whatever reason, jumps on Georgie's legs and his legs are like to get like it looked like it fucking broke his fucking kneecaps. <laughs> It's fucking insane. It's the stiffest shit in the world. It looks like one of those shoot matches. Like if you search a shoot match online. Yeah. It, it, yeah. The moves are are out of a shoot match. Like they're not they're not being friendly with each other. <laughs> um and Jimmy Hitler is really winning. Um, but Georgie turns the tables and then proceeds to start eating Jimmy in the ring as if that's okay. <laughs> But the best part about this is he is purposefully spraying the the blood from Jimmy Hitler's wounds into Michael's girlfriend's face, the virgin girl's face. (laughs) And if you thought he wasn't doing that on purpose, he then spits the piece of meat in his mouth from his leg into her face. (laughs) She finally runs out. Um, Georgie wins the match. Which means nothing. This is the end of that scene. And the last we'll ever hear of professional wrestling. <laughs> um, and Michael says to, to, the, to the girl, you know, uh, sorry, I should have warned you. Georgie gets a little crazy. And she's like, listen, I just want to go home. He's like, well, I guess I don't have any choice. And then punches her in the fucking face. <laughs> Knocking her out. Yeah. Um, they go back to the diner. They start the blood feast. They're like, Uncle Anwar, it's your turn to say your line. No response. Uncle Anwar is missing. <laughs> I just wanted the movie to end at this point. <laughs> like, why is this See, still going on? <laughs> There's so much more to talk about, Joe. Like, <laughs> and also, also. <laughs> Shira, what's her name? She 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 tar she tar. Like why why is she not resurrected yet? You know, she's she is the driving force, like the main plot point. This has been going on for a fucking hour. It's fucking insane. Well, they notice somebody broke into their restaurant to steal Anwar, and then somehow they're both like, "Oh, that fucking piece of shit, Stan." So they go to Stan's restaurant and, and wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no. They're about to go to Stan's restaurant. And then the, the girl cop comes in and she's like, put up your hands. And Georgie puts up his hands. Like, is it like pretending to be like a zombie? And he's like walking. He is an inch away from her. And she's like, don't take another step. Dude, fucking blow this guy away. This guy's an asshole. Um, he's walking like an insane person. Um, but they take care of her. The other guy jumps in, hits her and they chain her up. Um, there's a lot of talking at this point, but it's, it's insane. Um, they then go to Stan's restaurant and there is such a long scene of them throwing shit at each other. Like Stan's trying to get the recipe from Anwar and then the two brothers show up and they're all just throwing stuff at each other and being like, (laughs) miss me, miss me. Popping up behind like, uh, 
the rails and, and like putting their face in things. Like, like honestly, it's the most, it's like a Three Stooges skit. <laughs> it is. It's bad. And he's like, I'm going to smash your doll. I'm going to smash your doll. And that doesn't happen. He just drops the fucking. <laughs> I have no idea. So. Wait, wait, wait. Do they acknowledge it as a doll or as a person? Oh, I don't know. But they're. I don't know what they say, but I, he definitely says, I'm going to smash something. Because <laughs> I thought they acknowledged it as a person. Dude, they, that would be I, a I honestly don't know. <laughs> they might have said, I'm going to smash his head, which would lead you to believe it's a, per- a person. <laughs> it doesn't matter, though, uh, because for some reason, the chef sticks his hand through a window and the two brothers run outside and just chop off his fucking hand. Which is a callback to the beginning because he's like, I give my right hand to have that y- recipe. You are correct. That's honestly kind of kind of good writing. <laughs> so they chop off his hand. He he's able to get into his car though. And he's like, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> the brothers just reach in and chop off his other fucking hand. And, and dude, the best part is that's not what kills him. <laughs> what, what kills him is that he's driving with his two stub arms and it's, sp- and it's spraying blood all over the windshields, which then causes him to veer off the road and crash his car. <laughs> it's my favorite scene in the movie. It's like a minute drive, too. He's driving with two stumps that are just spraying blood at the windshields. Unless I imagine it, is he not like talking? Be like, ah, this isn't so bad. He's talking the whole time. He's talking for a minute, being like, yo, those fucking assholes. This this isn't so hard. (laughs) He drives off the road and dies. Crashes into a mountain. Not off a mountain, which you would imagine. He just drives straight into a mountain. Oh my god, it's my favorite scene. Who had the better the better car accident death? This guy or uh Trey Songs? Trey Songs? Yeah, in uh in uh <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh my movie. god, I forgot <laughs> all about that. When Leatherface when Leatherface slashes the side of the car and <laughs> somehow causes them to drive into a tree, it just <laughs> immediately kills Trey Songs. He's I like forgot. the main character. <laughs> I don't know. They're they're kind of neck and neck because, dude, this guy's driving spraying blood all over the window and talking, yeah, talking good. the whole time, and not talking urgently, just being like, "God damn asshole!" <laughs> yeah. Not being like my fucking hand. Like, ah, stupid pieces of shit. I almost had the recipe. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the best, fucking best thing. Well, back at the diner, the cop's partner shows up and saves her. Um, I, I don't know what she's being saved from because she would have, if it was around her neck, she would have been dead. But it was around her waist, <laughs> so she was probably fine. But he cuts her off from the waist, and she's like, oh, my God, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, the sacrifice for Shitar is, um, which I thought was happening at the diner, is now happening. Why is it not? Why, why is it not happening? Joe, it makes no fucking sense. 
for for people that have explained this entire process the entire movie it's still a shock to me (laughs) what what is happening in this end scene because we go to the club which is for some reason hosting the sacrifice for shitar almost (laughs) willingly right like everyone's kind of in on it they're dressed up as egyptians um and we did it, we had seen a scene earlier, but it didn't really explain it where he's talking to the guy that owns the club and is giving them this like, these pills for like, to increase people's appetites. <laughs> <laughs> they over explain everything in this movie. I'm going to fucking lose my mind. <laughs> because in this scene too, right at, right at the beginning, um, we see this guy dressed up in Egyptian costumes on the stage of the club. And he's throwing this meat into the crowd. And we kind of learned that they had put the appetite stimulants into that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And while this is happening, they also pull out a pot of, of, I guess, people stew. (laughs) And just leave it on the ground and scatter a bunch of spoons. Which no one uses. Um, People start turning green. like, Like Incredible Hulk green. Yes. Um. And then they start be- eating the stew. <laughs> and become undead. And become undead. <laughs> so it doesn't even make sense. Why is that happening? Oh my god. The cops show up. Chaos is breaking out at the club. There's zombies. There's Hitler's playing <laughs> the horns in this band. <laughs> But Shitar is not waking up. They're performing the ritual with the virgin on the stage, and Shitar's not waking up. Then she finally wakes up. Um, but before they are about to kill the girl, which I don't think they were supposed to do anyway, I don't know. Uh, the cop shoots the knife out of his hands. Um, and but Shitar's alive. Um, and for some reason, all the zombies start clapping for her. <laughs> <laughs> Shitar also develops a giant vagina stomach. Uh, Dude, not only a vagina stomach, but it has vagina dentata in her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking insane. Um, and then proceeds to just start shooting people with blue lightning for no reason. Including a guy yes. at a bar who is talking to a woman and is like, huh? I can't hear you. My ear. And then for some reason... Shitar from a mile away shoots his ear off. (laughs) And also, by doing that, she's accomplishing nothing. No, it it doesn't even make sense. Why would she even care about that fucking guy? She also kills the band, kills the lead singer, blows his brains out. Who has has the dumbest hair I've ever seen. Honestly, fucking pissed me off. I've never been happier for somebody to die. Like, I wish it was real. (laughs) Oh my god! And the boy, the boy, the boys are excited about this, but like you haven't done the ritual, so why are you excited? Like, the, the honestly, how many times in this movie did we hear fucking Uncle Anwar be like, "Don't fuck this up. It's it's easy to fuck up." And to me, I'm like, they've already fucked this up. <laughs> um, wait. Oh my god! I'm gonna ask you this in two minutes. I just thought of something. Go okay. on. So. so the boys are excited, but they're about to feed the virgin now to Shitar by just giving her <laughs> the virgin's hand, <laughs> which seems very 
uh, under understated, I guess, <laughs> for a whole movie that was like, we feed her to the fucking Sheetar. <laughs> and then they're just like, here, take her fucking hand. <laughs> uh, but Sheetar, uh, they, that does not happen because they, uh, they shoot, they shoot Mike, the brother Mike, in the head. Well, Mike's to the side, so it should have been shot through the temple. But for some reason, when they show Mike later, he's been shot through the eyeball. <laughs> um, and the virgin is freed. Um, so now we only got Georgie, um, who's like, my fucking brother. The cops are like 300 feet away. They're walking the virgin out. He swings a chain with a hook on it and somehow catches one of the cops and drags him back. And he's going to feed Gets the him cop. in a headlock. Yeah. He has him in a headlock. He's about to feed him to Sheetar. And somehow, I don't even know how this happens, uh, Sheetar just eats Georgie's head. Dude, dude, I honestly, Sean, I honestly rewound it because I thought, because he had the guy in a headlock, so I thought he just shoved the cop's head in, into the Sheetar. Yeah. And, th- and then that was that. And I was like, wait a second. This make, like, how is this? Like, I know the movie doesn't make sense, but this makes no sense. But... But that gives him the old switcheroo and she puts the brother's brother's head into her vagina stomach. Makes no fucking sense. <laughs> oh my god. Um And that's it, man. The the cops. So the cops who I mean, we did talk about them a bunch, but they really weren't the focal point of the movie, you know? It was these brothers. They were kind of building up the virgin sacrifice girl as as a character, and we don't yeah. see her again. But instead, we see these two cops being like, oh, God, what a fucking case. This is nuts. <laughs> also, we get no conclusion on the Anwar, do we? None. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm making sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> Wait, or does... No, I think you're right. Oh, wait, no, I feel like Anwar died. No, I don't think that's true. Because they get Anwar, they bring him home. No, there is no conclusion to Anwar. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, that doesn't make any... Okay, anyway, um, that's actually insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um so the cops uh, are investigating. There's like a thousand corpses in the club. The cops are all checking them out. A cop also randomly shoots one of the sole survivors. Who's like, oh, what the fuck? And then the fucking cop just pulls out a gun and shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then also, one of the other weird things in this, which like I feel like you don't pick up on. When a movie's so crazy, you kind of lose sight of like some of the funnier little weird things. There's a scene where we see a woman walking through a parking lot. We only see her shoes, right? After this, she's leaving the scene. We only see her in her high heels. Um, But if you watch, in the background, there are paramedics (laughs) helping somebody. And they're just dragging him through the fucking (laughs) pavement. Through the pavement. Dragging a body across the pavement, not lifting him up, not trying to do anything other than drag him from the fucking place, from the club to, to the ambulance. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, that lady continues to walk, and a guy pulls up and is big, the biggest piece of shit I've ever heard. And he's like, hey, honey, 
don't you want to get a ride with me? Get in my car. Um, so she does. And he goes, <laughs> the, the people that, the guy that wrote this had never had sex in his life. That's all. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Because he makes this guy say, hey, right before I put my big sausage in you, what should I call you? <laughs> And then the girl turns, and she's got Sheetar's giant demon teeth. And she goes, call me Sheetar. <laughs> in, the, in the fucking Jagenberg voice. In the Jagenberg voice. And then the guy's like, all right. And drives away willingly. <laughs> it's a fucking monster. Yeah, you, would, you would think it would end with him being like oh god <laughs> like you know her and feasting but no her eating like, him really. her eating him <laughs> him running away anything they drive away to a doo-wop song in the background <laughs> dude one of the best bad movies we've ever watched a hundred percent man it, it is unbelievable i can't recommend it enough um is this streaming anywhere did we look this up yeah it's, it's on hulu it's on Hulu. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so check it out on Hulu. I I can't recommend it enough. Sheetar comes a lot. We see Sheetar awake for a minute max. <laughs> Total. <laughs> Even though she has been built for over an hour. Sheetar comes alive for a total of one minute and does nothing. She stands in one place. She doesn't even take a step. Oh my god, so many people wanted us to do this. Um and and they got it, man. This is it. They did. They did. So you're This welcome. was uh this was very fun. <laughs> very fun to watch. Our friend Dawn um in California, uh I, I haven't talked to her in a while, but message me if you if you hear this. She met the director and I remember her being like, You need to do Blood Diner, you need to do Blood Diner. I don't know if she liked it, but she did meet the director, <laughs> which like, I don't know if I would meet. Would you meet the director of this? Jackie uh, Kong. It's a woman. Um, Jackie Kong. Yeah. Would- oh, dude. I have so many questions to ask her. <laughs> I, I would love to talk to Jackie. Would you rather talk to Jackie or the writer? I'd rather talk to Jackie. I the writer's probably a, fucking, writer's probably a fucking weirdo. Yeah. The writer's going to be dude, like, what, what? the writer's going to be like, what didn't you fucking understand? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jackie's going to be like, hey, man, I did the best with what I was given. <laughs> and she did, man. I, I would honestly love to talk to Jackie. I know. I know. I, I think she's done some, like, tours with the movie when it came out on Blu-ray. Um, but, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think Dawn has, like, a signed copy of Blood Diner. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand. People, I feel, I feel like there is a section of horror fans that watched this because of the, the DVD cover, which is great, by the way. It is a great cover, yes. The 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 um the VHS cover is really cool. And I feel like they had a special VHS cover. Um I, I'm just talking out of my ass right now. 90% sure the Blood Diner VHS had a special cover very similar to like Frankenhooker. Okay. Um, and I forget what it did. Maybe it did nothing. Um, but I swear, I swear it had like something special to it. But anyway, um, so I think there is a segment of people 
that watch this because of it and love it because they saw it when they were kids. <laughs> but um, this is fucking insane. Yeah, I I cannot recommend it enough if you like shitty movies. Hey, did you hear um that they are doing a Fast and the Furious in space? I did. I did hear that. <laughs> did, I, didn't you predict that? I feel like uh, we should get some royalties. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking nuts, dude. That's fucking insane. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, that was a weird segue to <laughs> Fast and the Furious. All right. Um, great episode. Thank you so much, Joe. Um, thanks to Paul for calling in for the Patreon this week. That's going to be that's gonna be like a God-tier Patreon episode, I feel like. I, like, Joe and I are... Joe Joe's wife came down to tell him he's being too loud from laughing. From laughing. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Dude, I honestly felt tired during this episode from laughing so hard. This episode was tough to get through. I, I had to, like, pick up my energy. Like, I had to mentally bring myself up for this episode because we had basically done a full fucking hilarious episode with Paul. <laughs> oh, man, shit was good. All right. Um, well, that's it. So, next week, um, we don't know what we're doing. If you're a Patreon member, you will uh, get to vote this week on what we're doing. So we will announce that on Instagram or whatever once the voting is done, um, which I guess we'd have to do before Saturday. So I guess Friday we'll end the voting. Um, and so that way we can watch it. And excited for that. Super excited for that. And then we got Halloween 4 and Halloween Town after that for a great October. So can't wait. Oh man, I'm pumped. Um, this uh, this reboot of the show has been amazing. Uh, we got a. F- Did Dre email you about it or no? Dre emailed me. Yeah, our buddy Dre. Um, he moved to Australia. No, no, no. email me on what? I message you about this like re relaunch. Um. Put me on the spot here. <laughs> he said, listen, he said the nicest thing to me. I mean, it's okay. Like, we we get like eight fucking million messages. Um, I, I do. So, like I, I, like, I don't think he'd be offended. He sent, dude, I loved it. It was honestly like the nicest thing anyone said. He said. Because I, was, I, I know I was talking, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I know I was talking to him yesterday about um, the West Side Gun album. And I, oh. I honestly, I don't remember if we were talking about the show or not. Oh. But like you said, I get so many messages on my. Yeah, it's, it's insane. been great. It's nuts, dude. Like I, I posted a thing yesterday. I'd like, I'm, we're in like triple digits of emails of people just being like, "Hey, man," and I want to respond to all of them, but it's, it's fucking exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he messaged us and he said, um, "You guys have putting out some great episodes since the comeback. The momentum is wild, and I'm glad to have you all back." And I fucking love that message because I do feel like the momentum is a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm waiting for, like, the bad episode to happen, right? Because I do feel like every episode is really good. And even this episode is somehow fucking really good. <laughs> and we're fucking exhausted. Dude, I, it's so weird because we thought um, Deep Red was, like, the bad episode. And so many people have reached out and been like, Deep Red is my favorite episode you ever did. Which makes no fucking sense. I'm sorry. Those <laughs> <the> people. <laughs> 
I feel like we had nothing to say. I I I will ref- I would ne- I almost want to listen to it, but I'll never listen to that again. I, I and I don't listen to our own. It's not like I ever listen to them, but I, I I don't ever want to hear that one. I don't know why. I just remember it being like a slog, like us barely getting through it. Dude, I agree. Because I remember I was going through some shit at that time, and I don't even remember if I finished the movie. I was just like, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. I'm like, oh yeah, loser dies in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Argento, <laughs> fucking like all these weird artistic scenes. <laughs> then the camera turns purple and red, and fucking doll talks. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, thank you, Dre, and and for real, um, we've been getting so many. Like I posted, I think today, like some somebody had COVID and they were in the hospital, and we're listening to us, like. All the messages we've been getting, all the, all the support is fucking great. That's insane. Yeah, all. dude. Oh, my God. It's nuts. And we appreciate you all. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, so, thank you guys all so much. And the Patreon's really cool. I'm glad we're, like, refocused and, like, doing it the right way. And it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. So, um, yeah, that's it. So, thank you guys all so much. Appreciate it. Uh, IHateHorror.com. Um, at Instagram at IHateHorror. And we'll have some new merch soon. Um, the Patreon, we're waiting for some new stickers to come out. We're doing masks. We're doing a whole bunch of shit. Um, so just keep an eye out for that through our Instagram because it's really the only social media we're, we're going to use. I'm on Twitter a little bit, but not a ton. Um, Joe, your Instagram? Boognish1985. Follow my boy. And uh, that's it, guys. So thank you all so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, and for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to watch.